Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for savages that spend day and night terrorizing the hood. But when they finally get caught and go to jail, now they want a posturepedic memory foam bed. And this is Send them to the Slammer, Jerry. And this is TJ. And how comfortable do you think people really need to be when they go to jail? It's like, man. <laughs> so, well, first of all, have you ever have you ever had to spend a night in jail? I've never spent a night in jail. Me either. Nah. So I don't I don't know what that life is like. I've been uh, in a jail. Never been in the cell though. Um, Would you have like a cell so, trip or something? Or yeah, it was kind of like a field trip, and it, it was like the uh, police station. Did we go together? Place in the was that in high school? No, no, no. This is this was in Boy Scouts. So. Oh, okay, you yeah. didn't you didn't go when like we were in total in high school and we went like nah, to. I didn't uh, go to jail. I just went to elementary schools, bro. <laughs> no, like we had a we had a field trip when we went to Clayton because oh, okay. because Miss Mitchell's uh, husband was like like the warden or something. Nah, you don't remember nah. that. Hmm. Okay. Nah, I don't remember that. So I didn't go there. I didn't try. I didn't make that trip. Yeah, stand away from jail. <laughs> So, how comfortable should people be in jail? So, where is this coming from, dog? Uh, there was something on Facebook where I guess it was more of like something that's supposed to be informative about people being in jail. Well, there was a there was a lo- local jail here um, in St. Louis. It's a um, a medium security jail. And basically, there was like a little Facebook video, and it was like you could hear like the prisoners screaming, "Help me! Help us! Get us out of here! It's hot!" <laughs> right, right. And and basically, that then you know that kind of spread. You know, it got it got a little a uh, little viral, a little viral yeah, buzz going got, on. It got kind of hot, right? And uh, about it. and one of those Buzzfeed type pages i think it was called attention is the one then yeah. they did a little thing on it you know showing you know talking about the conditions that people are living in i mean it's hot like right now i think it's like 140 degrees today so yeah. that probably would be about 110 in that jail i think is what they were saying oh okay so there's no you know the only ventilation they have is the windows so the people are hot in there also here's a little side uh story uh, the thing that makes this jail very popular or what like the national people would like the national listeners will know this from this jail and they had an escape a few years back and okay. the prisoner who did the escape he actually fought the the uh, guards off with some homemade nunchucks <laughs> <laughs> and he used some nunchucks he scaled a wall and he got out Oh, that's crazy. He was like a ninja. Like, but they said they, they, they described the weapon he used as nunchucks. <laughs> so they couldn't shoot him down, dog. Nah, man. He, the nunchuck skills, he probably was knocking the bullets away. So you know Bruce Lee escaped jail. <laughs> the second coming of Bruce, Bruce Lee. Leroy. Bruce Leroy. So, um, yeah, man, as far as the conditions, that they should be in it shouldn't be anything inhumane it shouldn't be anything that's they don't get to eat for days or nothing like that because at first i was thinking like why should i even care 
right? Mm-hmm. And that was that was my first thought. I don't care if they're hot. I don't care what they're going through. But then I was thinking about, well, if we have a facility to keep these people, these criminals, these people still, they're still people, we should provide them with appropriate services. So they shouldn't have thermostats in their cell. However, we just, I don't think that they should be in torture camps either. Now, if you work in a warehouse and if you're in your, in your corporate world, you work in a warehouse they have fans in there right like those ceiling fans and that's all they can do they ain't trying to put air conditioning in the warehouse to so heat, when it's to cold air, outside to, air, to air, cool down the entire you know fifty thousand square foot warehouse yeah <laughs> right they're big ceiling fans though there, there's actually a company called big ass fan out here uh they sent some ads to my job i saw it it was literally the literature th- their name is big ass fan mm-hmm. but anyway there's some big ass fans out there and so uh most warehouses have big fans and that's it they don't have air conditioning in there so when it's hot outside it's hot inside of the warehouse so if people are getting paid to do that um they can do that in jail maybe they should invest in some fans then i mean but isn't the whole humane thing and being comfortable isn't it all subjective it definitely is subjective so like how hot it's too hot you know i don't know and then like for those guys that have broken the law i would expect for them to have some discomfort yeah yeah you know they 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 shouldn't have like wi-fi and stuff right. like they that. shouldn't have amenities dog like they shouldn't have a thermostat where they can control the temperature i think a big ass fan in the hallway should be enough it should and i mean but i don't know man because depending on what they did so this particular prison they say these are mostly people who just couldn't make bail or else they would be out you know okay so they're not this isn't like high you know this isn't a max it's not a max security yeah this these aren't the murderers so let's say they're not so they're not the murderers but let's say this is just some kind of prison like that and this this prison does have the hardcore felons murderers robbers drug dealers killers whatever you know it's got those people should they be comfortable it's not i mean about comfort, if, they, if, if they kill they kill my my cousin or they robbed my house and held me at gunpoint and then raped my wife while i watched i kind of don't mind them being a little uncomfortable in the heat got it and i feel that all I'm saying is, is that say that you're in temperatures, it's like 110, right? Like you said. Yep. Are they now getting enough water because they're depleting water faster? Are they now drinking enough water so they're not having heat strokes and passing out and shit? I think so that's what them, I mean you, about. I think you can give them water. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean about inhumane. Like if, if, if it works like that every day, if the jail is structured to where, look, it gets hot in the summertime so because of that we have a program where we keep a pitcher of water by them or something and they're just gonna have to deal with it like if that's in their normal program then fine so be it if they got it figured out they thought about this happening they're making sure people aren't subjected to poor health conditions like don't but but if the air condition goes out and they just like or if the comfort conditions go out and they just like fuck it where it used to be 90 in there, but now it's 115 in there because the air conditioner went out and they're like, well, they're inmates, so we're not going to fix it. That's not cool. That would be what I would consider inhumane because now they might be subjected to 
poor health conditions then. So as long as they got it figured out, I don't care. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's uh, air conditioning being broken or if it's just not there. If it's just not there, I would say they definitely shouldn't be going out their way to install a system. No, but I, I agree with that. But to provide, you know, a couple of gallons of water to each prisoner, I think that's okay. Yeah, definitely. So that's all and I'm so, saying. If and, it's and so if would it's you, something different. Would you be okay with that then? So fuck it, it's 110 in there, but they're giving them water and is that is that okay for you? Yeah, so so we we agreed or we said yeah, we agreed that uh inhumane conditions can be subjective. Yeah. And for me, inhumane it starts being inhumane when we don't know what the effects are going to be on the human body. Like if we if we knew that all right, at 110, you're probably going to evaporate water faster. We need to get these people water so we don't have a bunch of heat strokes and people falling out and people having seizures and shit. Like, if, if they have that part figured out and they say, well, you know what? We're going to provide them more water. We're going to keep them with pitchers of water. Fine. Let them be in the heat. No big deal. They don't have to have air conditioning. Just provide them with something where they can survive properly. And I look- They shouldn't be tortured is all I'm saying. And I looked up the uh, the definition of inhumane and the definition um, as Google uh, Webster <laughs> uh, has it uh, hum- inhumane is without compassion for misery or suffering cruel okay so, so that's what I'm saying I don't think that it's cruel to say look I know it's going to be hot y'all going to be in these hot conditions here you go you can drink some water or you can pour some water look right. you get a, you get a gallon every six hours <laughs> So if you decide to pour it all on you, you do what you want. You're a lot at this water. I don't think that that's cruel. I don't think that that's making them suffer. Don't and, and the the moral of the story is don't do things that land you in a hot ass jail. <laughs> that's true. That's how I feel about it. Like again, I've had I've had bad things happen. You know, stuff gets stolen and whatever. Cars get stolen. Houses getting broken to. My girlfriend got jumped and beat up. You know, like in these, you know, so so for somebody to go to jail for the the crime, you know, that they've that they've committed and then they get a little backache because the bed is too hard or the air, you know, it's not cool in there like they would like it to be. The shoes aren't comfortable, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I, I want them people to suffer. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, like I said, I just don't think that they should be tortured and waterboarded. And I don't think that temperatures should rise to 130 where they can't breathe or something. And see, you know. and see my, my, my opinion might be a little skewed, too, because I've been doing nothing but like uh marathoning the game of thrones for the past week so i'm not i, I mean i might i'm on some medieval stuff so torture ain't <laughs> what it used to be to me now <laughs> that's true like you ain't you ain't tying like the arms and the legs and then right. like trying to pull it apart and you know using a wheel and you're cranking it and <laughs> right. pulling their because compared right because compared to what uh what this is? This is light work compared to what Game of Thrones, what they were doing, what they were doing on there. Yeah, yeah, it, it is light work. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but just thinking of medi- medieval torture, uh, I do. I've read about torture tactics in the medieval times, and 
yeah, this ain't nothing. What they what they <laughs> not going to sleep on a bed of nails or nothing like that, man. Yeah. So. So yeah, these guys they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Just get them some water. You know what I'm saying? I'm not fighting for the air conditioner. I just want them to have some water. A water and, in the and, and, and at least room temperature water, like water that's between. You know, at least seventy, at least seventy degree water, at least. Does it got to be that? I mean, yeah, I guess room temperature water. Because it fun. would, uh, you tell them to get us some water, they they give you some some boiling hot tea water. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I mean, I don't think it should have been refrigerated. I mean, that takes a lot of effort to refrigerate yeah. a ga- all them gallons of water. So they just come yeah, off, they nah. just come off the truck, and they they whatever temperature is at. I mean, I don't think. Dehydration Damn, works so, that way. Dog, do they have a hydro flask though to keep it the same temperature? You know what I'm saying? So it don't rain, dog. Because those those waters on that truck, you get that water out. It's like 96 degrees after being on a hot truck. It's like it's gonna be way tea. hotter than that. Yeah, it's gonna be hotter. Than that. <laughs> it's like drinking tea, dog. Well, like does, is that even re- is that even refreshing on a hot day? <laughs> you pour some warm water on your back. Dog, ask people in the desert. Ask people in the <laughs> desert, dog. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Oh man, they like dude. Water is water, man. I just I would, need that water. I would think so. I mean, again, I guess they could splurge and get some ice, but I mean, that ice would be gone. Yeah. Oh, that ice is gonna melt too. I'm not even saying it has to be ice, but you know, just try to keep it at least room temperature, man. You know, refrigerated water is what like 37 degrees, 38 degrees. That's it too ain't much. gotta be ice cold. It ain't gotta be chilled water. That's too much. But dog, don't get, don't hand them no 102 degree water, dog. It is what it is. <laughs> it hydrates, it hydrates you. Boiling. It hydrates you just the same. Yeah, it does. It's just really hard. You know what they did? They had this on Game of Thrones. They had this one guy. He was locked up, and they was like, "Here, you want something to drink?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know." So you, I guess, you know, they was kind of starving him out and stuff. And they gave him this cup, and he's like, "How's that horse piss?" <laughs> that's torture. Duh, that's wrong. <laughs> that's not hydrating the body dog you know what i'm saying and that's what i'm saying about inhumane man like as long as scientifically allows the body to function like it's supposed to function then you're good that's all i'm asking man so that gel just they should at least have food so the body can keep functioning it ain't got to be great but food that allows the body to function it definitely should man. not be great it yeah, should be they, it should they should be giving them like the expired bread with their bologna sandwiches. Uh, have you ever had expired not milk? Expired or, milk. Not expired milk, but have you ever had spoiled milk specifically? I, I have, and that's... No, nah, I wouldn't say give them that. You can't even dog, drink that. That is horrible. Did I tell you about that time I was at the airport and I ate this... It was a blueberry muffin. It was a big, thick blueberry. It was very dense blueberry muffin. No, nah, you was and ready. So I ate the muffin. Yeah. I cracked Mm-mm-mm. open the milk. Nice I and moist. Nice moist muffin. Just hit, yeah. hitting the spot. Yeah, and it, it's, it got stuck in my throat. So I cracked open the milk and I took two ropes. <laughs> and dog, when it went down, I like started dry heaving. Dog. So I, I feel like throwing up this? just listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dog. It was so bad. The milk was two weeks expired, dog. Wow. And I noticed, like, just from my own home trial and error, you can go past the date as long as it's kept to a certain temperature. As long as it's really cold, I guess, I don't know if that slows down the spoiling process mm-hmm. or what. But this was at the airport in one of those stands where it just sits in that little chilled area. It's not really cold. 
you know, it's probably yeah, barely 37. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 38 might be 42 degrees or something like that. It's like man. open. It's not in a closed case. It's yeah. Just... Yeah. Man, I took two goats without even looking. So now I always look at the date and I usually smell it too. Did you take it back? Hell yeah, I took to it back. Were they I like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I wasn't as mad as I should have been. I was just looking at him like, look, man, this is expired. It tastes disgusting. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Here, here you go. Here goes another one. It's like, so. Like I can't even drink that. milk anymore. <laughs> it's like, yo, dog, I don't even want it now. You Did that give saying? you another muffin too? Uh, nah. The whole experience has been ruined now. I mean, like, they got to pay for this. They would have definitely <laughs> right, been coming up. Free, uh, right? Yeah, they should have been coming up out yeah. another muffin. Like I said, I wasn't as mad as as I should have been. Because giving you fresh milk is what they should have done in the first place. So, like, where's the right. compensation? Yeah, I wasn't compensated at all. That's true. Like I said, I wasn't as mad or demanding as I should have been. Like, that's not, that's not, not I had to go and, That's not, not too much, right? What's, what's that again? That's not too much, right, to ask for? Dog, especially if I paid for it. Like, I'm expecting that everything that I'm buying right now is fresh. It's not like I got it off the discount. Like, it wasn't clearance milk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, drink it at your own risk. It wasn't milk on clearance. So, like, when a restaurant or something messes up your stuff, they should be throwing in something a little extra, right? They should definitely be trying to compensate you for your terrible experience. Like, I went to McDonald's and I asked for a McChicken with extra mayo. They gave me, like, a regular one. And I was like, oh, whatever. You know, I ain't about to trip off of it. And we were sitting in there, and like the the cashier, she asked, "Like, did you get your McChicken with extra mayo?" I'm like, "Nah, but it's cool." I mean, I just got a regular one, and they went ahead and brought it out. I was like, "Well, you know, this one ain't gonna do nothing but get thrown away. So here, you can have this one." And so, oh, I feel like I was properly compensated, even though I didn't even go for it. You know, go for it. You know, uh, you know, any complaint or whatever, but. They tossed in the extra chicken sandwich, so I feel like they made it right. So so check this out, though. Technically, they don't owe you compensation. Companies that get stuff wrong, they truly don't owe you compensation. They owe to give you what you were supposed to have. So that place was only supposed to give me a milk that was fresh. They didn't have to compensate me. The well, companies companies go above and beyond to compensate so you don't give them bad pub and also so it builds customer loyalty. So maybe so if, you, if you give a shit about your customer, you compensate them because you give a shit. So maybe but in my situ- maybe in my situation, I didn't need to be compensated. They could have just sw- swapped it out, right? Yeah. Uh, even though I started even though I started eating that one, I mean, it's not like you know they're gonna go you know they'll just throw it away anyway. But I feel like in yours where they actually gave you a fucked up product. And you actually drank it, like, like, like if you took it and you looked at it, it was like, oh, this is expired. You handed it back. That's different. I feel like that's just an even swap. But since you actually drank the shit, right, and I had a bad experience, they need to be tossing in an extra muffin. Now, now check it again. They don't have to. They just got to give me what I pay for, which is fresh milk. I pay for fresh milk. No. They got to give me fresh milk. Yeah. But if, but in order for me not to to shit on them later. Not to tell the world that, man, this place gets spoiled milk. You know what I'm saying? They want to, it would have been in their best interest to compensate me to say, look, I made this mistake. Here you go. I mean, this. I effed up. Here you go. This this story wouldn't even exist if they would have gave you an extra muffin. Where, where, where was the place? Where were you at? 
Let's call them out uh, because now we're talking about it on the podcast. So yeah, <laughs> so now they do have to pay. I don't know the name of the place, and it's probably not even there anymore because they rebooted all the places. But I was in uh, in John Wayne, the Santa Ana uh, airport in Cali, uh, which is a smaller airport. It's actually pretty expensive in there too. It's in the middle of Orange County, and uh, and they giving you shop, out. I don't even think that that shop is even there anymore. And they, they replaced all those. And they giving you spoiled milk, and it's more expensive there. It's supposed to be the ball <laughs> yeah. area. So that's kind of right. Right, right. Well, obviously, somebody wasn't doing a damn job because for it to be two weeks old, like they supposed to be, it's supposed to be using FIFO, you know what I'm saying? First in, first out. And you mean to tell me for two weeks you ain't see that this was expired? Yeah, it was bad. It's a couple years ago, though. They probably, that's probably why they gone. It's because they we'll probably had other bad poor milk. business practices. No, <laughs> the sour it milk. It wasn't just that one bad milk. It the, wasn't just that one. The sour milk brought them down, brought yeah, down the entire corporation. Yeah, crying over spilled milk. Yo, spilled milk takes everybody down eventually. Sour spilled milk too. So I know we talk about people in the hot STL jail. So we're gonna go from one set of uh, convicts to another convict. We're gonna go to Mike Vick. All right. Okay. So homie Mike Vick was on a panel with the infamous Jason Whitlock, and they were speaking on Colin Kaepernick, the NFL quarterback, and talking about he how he doesn't have a job. So it's already and problematic so, just saying he's with Jason Whitlock. Yeah. We already know yeah. this is about to be bad. Some shit is about to go down, okay? And so, <laughs> so just a little background on Colin Kaepernick. For those who don't know, he protested by not standing for the national anthem, right? And because he believes that minorities, black people and other minorities aren't being treated treated fairly in America. He was gonna do a peaceful protest and he was gonna take a kneel while the national anthem was going on. Our American right. Yep, which is American right, peaceful protest. And his plan time decreased until he was left on the bench and now he can't find a job. And this guy's a, at least a mid-tier quarterback. Somebody can use him as a starter on one of these 32, I think it's 32 NFL teams. I was watching and, uh, Shannon Sharp was saying that at least he's better than at least eight starting quarterbacks right now. Definitely. Somebody can use him as a starter. All right, and let's say that nobody needed him as a starter. Every team can use him on the bench. Every single NFL team, he is the best backup quarterback. If he's going to be put as a backup, you know what I'm saying? If you got to put him on the bench, yeah, that would be. He's the better best. than everybody that's on the bench right he's, now. He's the 12th man. So, with that being said, homie should have a job somewhere. And so, either he's being hated on or he's being blackballed. People were saying because his play sucked, but the fact is, he played for a team that sucked and the coaching sucked and the management sucked. And so, yeah, he looked like he sucked. You can't, I mean, in football, it's a total team sport. If your wide receivers suck and you're a quarterback and you're throwing to them, you're probably going to suck too because they're not going to catch what you're throwing. Right. And if your linemen suck, you're probably not going to get the throws off. So, anyway, point is, is homie doesn't have a job. And Michael Vick's perspective, he said the first thing that Kaepernick should do, Colin Kaepernick, his first thing he should do is cut his hair. And <laughs> my homeboy Youngin, he did a segment on his podcast, the 2020 Vision podcast, where he discussed the view of Michael Vick and breaking down where Michael Vick was coming from and breaking down whether Michael Vick was right or wrong. He discussed all that. So I don't plan on going into that on this particular show. He broke it down very well. So go check out Homeboy Youngin. Well, my Homeboy Youngin. 
It's everybody's. He's, he's everybody's homeboy, Youngin. What are you talking about? All right. Well, I guess I'm just being selfish right now. I'm being possessive. But homeboy, Youngin at the 2020 Vision Podcast. Shout out to them. Shout out to homeboy, Youngin. Go check that out. But Mike Vick told Mike Vick told us that Kaepernick should cut his hair. And what I want to discuss though, Jaron, is Kaepernick has an afro right now, or he had an afro. The last pictures I've seen him. And afros, cornrows, the sponge look, boxes, waves, dreadlocks, <coughs> these are all natural hairstyles for African-American people, black people, whatever you want to call our people, okay? Okay. When I first heard it, I was thinking, well, why should he have to cut his hair to stand for what he believes in? Why should he have to erase the way that he looks for people to be involved with them? And then my second thought was, well, wouldn't it be more professional if he just, yeah, he just, just, just change it. It's, it's more professional. And then I got pissed because I didn't understand why my mind took me there. Mm-hmm. Why can't a black man in America rock his hair in a natural state to be professional? And so I want to ask you about that, Jaron. What do you think about afros, cornrows, waves, the sponge look, boxes, dreadlocks, those natural styles for black people? Is one more professional than the other? All right. Afros, those are a go. I'm okay with that. Um, sponge look. Does, does the size of the fro matter? No. Like, does it matter if it's like a little mini fro? Nope. Or what we call bobs or if it's a big fro? No, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with the fro in all of its forms. Okay. Um, the sponge look, I'm good with that too. Dreads, I'm cool with that too. Like, it, okay. it's, it might be a little intimidating depending on where you are. <laughs> but, um, you know, dreads or whatever. Yeah. So we'll say uh, if you got one set of dreads and 50 people were good. But once that once that ratio, <laughs> once that ratio starts changing. I mean, if you like a true Rasta and you got dreads, I'm good with you. If you Chief Keith or you live in, you know, O-Block, I'm a little <laughs> nervous now. <laughs> okay. Um, or if your dreads ain't kept, I'm I'm a little nervous as well. There you go. Um, cornrows, I do. Okay, let's talk about cornrows. So Charlemagne the God, he has been infamous for saying that Pusha T will never prosper as long as he keeps his cornrows. He's got to cut them off. I've heard the same about Jermaine Dupri too when he when he was rocking his braid. <laughs> He's got to cut them off. Jermaine Dupree, he got rid of his, and he landed uh, Janet Jackson, right? Yep. Pusha T, Pusha T still hasn't cut his off. He's losing. Carmelo Anthony. No, no, wait. Well, he's not really losing. He's the president of good music. Yeah, but his, well, his record ain't never come out. Okay, so he's not losing. But Or his records, you know, it came out too. It, yeah, but, yeah, his record came but, out. But they held out on him a very long time. And uh, I mean, he's, yeah, he's still yeah. he's still not necessarily prospering like Pusha T deserves. Okay. And then like, so you're saying like in, pub, in, in, in mainstream, he's not prospering mainstream-wise. Right. I feel like Pusha T should be a much bigger artist. He's, he's yeah, a, he's a dope lyricist. There's no reason why. And has been for years, by the way. Yeah, there's no reason why he shouldn't be included in everybody's top 10 conversation at least in the conversation okay um carmelo anthony well let's see he had his cornrows right yeah he got rid of him he moved to new york so he started doing better he got lala 
He got a lot oh, of hat. He had. <laughs> uh, Allen Iverson. Now, he never cut his cornrows off. And for that, he never won any championships. We got like an MVP, <laughs> but he got knocked all the way down having to play in China or wherever he was doing. Like, yeah. So. That was more than cornrows, though. That was, that was his, no. whole, his whole lifestyle. No, it was the cornrows. We're going to give it to the cornrows. Okay. <laughs> for for the sake of this conversation, we're blaming it all on his cornrows. Okay. Um, Twenty One Savage. He just dropped a line in his Issa album on a seven minute freestyle. He said, "I can't respect a nigga with cornrows." Even Twenty One Savage said it. You know, I think Drake had a line like that saying that he doesn't respect people with braids except for uh, Trey. Except for Trey Songs, I forgot how the line went. And even Trey Songs got rid of his, <laughs> and he started yeah. winning. Yeah, Luda. When Luda got rid of his, he started getting more movie roles. Like his dog. When he got rid of his corn rolls and his fro, his whole his whole job or his whole role changed in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, you noticed that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, he became. He's now the nerd. He's the he's the tech guy, not the nerd, but he's the tech guy. At yeah. first, at first he was just a garage owner, setting up illegal right. street races, setting up races. Right, right, <laughs> in a jumpsuit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now he's super fly. Yeah. Um, there, I told a story once about how on this podcast I told a story about how somebody thought I was this guy Carl. It's like congratulations, Carl, on your on your right. On your promotion, but yeah, you know, my name's not Carl. I didn't get promoted, but Carl is this six foot something man, and he had cornrows. He cut his cornrows off, bam, got promoted. So, cornrows. I don't know. Mike Vick might have something. He might, he might have something there. Well, so I didn't see. Uh, well, I've seen Kaepernick and cornrows before. I've seen a picture of that. But I, most pictures I see him, he's rocking his black power fro. Yeah. He's, rock, he's rocking the fro, the fro heavy. And so I'm glad you brought all that up because that's where I was going to go with it too. So you said an afro was good, but cornrows are unprofessional. Do we think that these chops... I didn't say that, they were unprofessional. I'm just saying the track record speaks for itself. Okay. So <laughs> are, will we say that cornrows are childish style? You do that as a kid, but when you become an adult, you should stop it? Hold on. I got one more. You you had cornrows, you got rid of them, and you bossed up. <laughs> Your life got better. You was working at Burger King <laughs> with cornrows. <laughs> you cut them off. Now you something like an engineer or whatever your your yeah. position is. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did. I did <laughs> so, <boss> up <laughs> you was driving like some... Uh, what was you had like My a little century? Yeah, Stanza. Yeah. Now you got the the convertible, whatever thing you got now. Yeah, the little convertible two seat and whatnot. The, the roaster, you know what I'm saying? The the foreign. <laughs> so I mean, no, it's an import. It ain't a foreign. It's just an import, dog. It's different. <laughs> so so I'm just saying though, you know, you like. I mean, does track record speaks for itself? Was so, was it so not true? Rose, Am I lying? Cornrows childish, dog. Is it because nobody's saying a high school student can't have them, right? We're saying that you can't be in a corporate America with them and, and prosper. The kind of like cornrows specifically, I think, are kind of played. But uh, is it a childish thing? 
I guess when I think about it, it does seem a little childlike. I mean, my favorite rappers or favorite rap group, they were known for having froze and cornrows, uh, bone, thugs and harmony. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, Snoop used to have him. He did. <laughs> and he just let rocked his hair long, and he goes back. Well, no, he doesn't really. I haven't really seen him in cornrows lately. He just got long hair. You see him in in bonnets and shit. Yeah, <laughs> waking up in the morning with you know satin bonnets on and shit like that. I guess I never thought of him. I guess I never really thought of him being age specific. But no. They they totally are because they're saying like nobody's saying that in high school you shouldn't wear them. Nobody's saying that when you're out of school that I think you they kind of nobody's saying they just, in college you can't wear them. But when you start stepping into quote unquote corporate territory, it's it's frowned upon. Yeah, you shouldn't be walking in the office with your wave cap on. Maybe not the wave cap, right? Because that's a that's a garment that's supposed to keep your hair. So. You shouldn't be walking around like that. Just like chicks shouldn't be walking around with rollers in their head or whatever white girls use to get their hair together. They shouldn't be walking around with that on their head, right? But cornrows, like this is this is the conflict that I had. What is the problem with cornrows, bro? Like that is a natural style. It's nothing eccentric. It's my hair braided to the back. How come I can't do that? White people can wear spikes, right? They can they can gel their hair and spritz their hair whatever they do to spike it out. They mm-hmm. can totally do that. Why can't I braid my hair? Why can't I why can't I do that? Because it holds my hair in place. If I have a lot of hair, I can wear it in a ponytail. I can braid it. I as, can dread it. As as a style um in general I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Like wearing it to work or is it being as as far as it being unprofessional and stuff like i know there was there was a story um i think it was down south where this one kid got some cornrows and they told him that was in violation of the uh school's dress code or whatever and they did not let him walk at graduation because he had cornrows now i was thinking what if he just was like okay fine i'll just take the braids down and i'll just rock my hair you know the unbraided you know wavy curly hair look would that have been okay i have a whole problem with you telling me that i can't there's nothing special in my head it's nothing unnatural so first of all i will i will say that ungroomed and unkept is different okay and it's clearly different unkept braids unkept fro ungroomed fro all of that is unprofessional because you're not groomed you're not kept but whoa 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 but what who who determines what ungroomed is because when i first started seeing the twist shit i thought like these guys were just waking up like rubbing their hands through their head not the twist but the sponge look yeah Um, i thought i thought they were just rubbing their hands through their head and going out i didn't know there was a process to get it to be that way so if you're not knowledgeable of what you know the trends are the styles are whatever you might think that's uncut kept hair no dog i like unkept is it looks unkept at first i mean i think we no, i remember no, i remember having me, this conversation a long time ago with you and when i first saw it when i first started seeing it being like super like a thing yeah is i went to Atlanta. Uh, thanksgiving in georgia yeah no, i was in georgia. Oh, georgia whatever come on man give me yeah i was in georgia me, hold on. and i was at the wait, mall. Wait, 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 wait. give me the damn credit for i said atlanta 
And you was like, no, I was in Georgia. Oh, I thought you said LA. My bad. No, I said Atlanta. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was in Atlanta too. See, so I remember the that. story. You got the credit. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And these guys was walking around, and they looked like they their hair looked like Bart Simpson, and I didn't understand how they were doing that, but I knew it wasn't unkept though because the hair was lined. It was super fresh, like it it looked like they came straight from the barbershop. Well, I mean, they have a lining, but it still could. Be, I mean, but it still looked like they didn't comb their hair at first. And but that's what I'm saying about unkept. Yeah. Unkept meaning like you didn't do anything to look like you unkept, unclean. You didn't do anything to look like you're prepared to do anything great. But even then, even then, okay. So let's say for some reason, having a fucked up line in becomes a style. Okay. Like not having straight line ins. You know, so now the the definition of what is considered unkept has changed. You know, people stopped putting perms and stuff in their hair back in the day, and then they started wrecking the, nat- the natural afros to, I would imagine, to mainstream America, their hair was unkept and wild looking because it didn't look like the mainstreams. It wasn't all nice, slick and slick you know down. What? That's that's up to the job to to help educate. Like, okay, I understand all managers aren't gonna know what black people hair is supposed to do. But if you're gonna manage people, your job should be training you on on cultural diversity. Because you know an unkept looking white person. Generally when something's unkept, you, you don't just unkeep one part of it. Like if you're unkept, you probably didn't shave and your hair is growing all wild on your face. And your hair on your head is probably looking all wild. And your eyebrows look like they've been pushed the other direction. Like when you're unkept, you're generally unkept. You don't look neat and tidy everywhere else. So your clothes are probably all wrinkled and worn looking. You probably smell like unkept. Is unkept. Should you should you be sent home? OK, okay you, you went you went a bit further, but let's go back to the hair. Let's just leave it at the hair. If your hair is, quote unquote, unkept should you be sent home should you not be able to walk at graduation i mean you don't know what the fuck somebody's situation is i mean especially when you talk about kids i mean i know you keep talking about uh, we're kind of talking about two different things i'm talking about like i mentioned the school thing i'm kind of thinking just in general i know you keep kind of bringing it back to the corporate world um let's try to meet somewhere in the middle here should people be penalized for what's considered unkept hair they they they, they're showered their teeth are brushed so we're 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 okay with all that stuff but if you feel like their hair is matted i mean that's a style somewhere i'm sure yeah okay i mean like kobe Bryant used to it looked like he used to just wake up and go to games you would see there you go his head yeah you know, it was it was all bumpy. You know what I'm saying? It was pushed down on one side. Like his fro, he, he literally wasn't combing his fro. If people was I, people. I know he wasn't. If people were doing that, that was a bad time in the world. I feel <laughs> because there was a lot yo, of people doing that. Yo, that was a bad time because it was like in between the sponge thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had enough hair to sponge it, but the sponge wasn't out, so he could have used the sponge, and that style could have been fly. But he would just he just wore his hair. He was unapologetically proud of the way his hair was naturally. Okay. Because he so, didn't do nothing. So to it. should people be penalized for this? 
and in, in any stage in life. So again, because you know schools, I know you've heard those stories, right? Where schools would be like, you can't do this with your hair. Um, you can't have spikes. You can't have mohawks. You can't do this. Should you be penalized for hairstyles? As long as it... Go well, go ahead. At any stage My biggest life. thing is, is it natural, man? So walking around with purple spikes, that's not natural. Walking around with an orange fro, for most people, that's not natural. A purple fro is not natural. Like well, if your hair... Go ahead. If your if your hair does it on its own, if your natural state of your hair does this, then I don't I don't think that you know I don't see the problem. I have a problem with what you're saying. Are you talking about just men? Um, or should that even I'm, matter? Because I'm, I'm if thinking, I'm a guy, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see if this works. For if, if if I'm a, if I'm a guy, right? We could just leave it at guys. Um. Now, no, nah, I'm not gonna use you again. No, I want to come up with the rule that works. I'm not gonna, gonna use you again because women, we know that hair isn't natural. Well, black women, their hair isn't naturally straight. No, right. So, right. like, you keep using the word natural. That's unnatural. Dyeing them okay. different colors. So we gotta be careful with that. That's fair. Dyeing them different colors. That's unnatural. Okay. okay. Um. So let's leave that alone. Right. So, okay, so I don't have to mention, like, guys with their hair pressed, laid down, because that's unnatural as well, but it's very kept. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Unnaturally eccentric. How about that? So, um, having, like, gang paraphernalia, like, cut into your hair, problematic, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, Having a, um, a statement, you know. Not, not, I wouldn't say the statement, but like because you, you're representing something that I don't want to be that I don't want to represent. Like if you're working for me, I want my business to rep. I want to have a certain representation. My people going to represent me. And if you have gang statements or gang paraphernalia cutting your head, that doesn't represent my business. It doesn't give out the right message. So you can't do that. What if I was a um, a Heat fan and I got the Heat logo cutting my hair? The Heat just won the championship. Is that okay? Dang man, that's that's tough. That's tough because it's not nothing that's bad, but that's that's in this. Uh, but it's your hair, but that doesn't represent the business. Well, why not? That's rough. Why not? I mean, uh, you know, the mainstream can put parts and stuff in their hair. They could part their hair any kind of way. Yeah. Okay. So what if I just got a crazy design, like? Like or not, not even a crazy design design, but let's say it's just a, a um, like a tribal kind of part. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not just a straight part like cutting the side of my head, but it, it it zigzags like two or three times. Is that a problem? Shouldn't be. I mean, that's simple enough. Okay, so that's now not you're, too much. you're judging. You're judging what my style is, <clears throat> and what I'm doing with my hair. My hair is kept. I'm kept as a person. I do good work. It shouldn't matter that I have some zigzags. So, so it shouldn't matter that I have the heat logo. Cut okay, that's what I say. So let's go back to the heat logo. That's the same thing, yeah, right? It shouldn't matter. Okay. Okay. That so, shouldn't matter. But, but like, uh, but braids though. I mean, this should be clear, man. Braids. My braids don't smell. My braids is something. I'm not adding anything particularly to my hair. And and I know women do. But 
it doesn't look unnatural as a human. It's not like I have braids that are dragging on the floor that can be stepped on. And even if they were, know, even if they were, that shouldn't fucking matter. It shouldn't matter. So cornrows should not matter. And I think even in our own, even in black culture, we even frown upon cornrows, bro. So it's so. What's they whack now? It's not about being whack though. Like we judge cornrows, we don't think that cornrows is a style that should be worn in corporate America, mm-hmm. and that's not right. It depends. Like I, I had a friend who went to a church where they were like guys could not have dreads or cornrows. Or sh- that's crazy. Uh, they said women should not have their hair braided. So my friend, it was a female, she would put on a wig. Like, so she had, she had like, uh, that's when micro braids were, were hot and heavy, right? And so she had micro braids. And you know, so micro she's braids. She's it for the Lord. Micro, hold on. Micro braids cost a lot, first of all, right? And then yeah, they. Like 250. And then they stay up a real long time and whatever. <clears throat> so when she would go to church, she would put on a wig, like with straight hair, so it can make her pastor happy because she couldn't sing in a choir. If she had micro braids, dog, shame on her. Where in the Bible does it say you can't wear micro braids? It, it doesn't say micro braids specifically, but they were using something from the Bible that dog, that was supposed to support it. this. Stop it! Why is she going to that church? She's going to the wrong spot. She's definitely going to the wrong. I, spot. that that was one. That was my criticism of it. <laughs> that, that is that, crazy. That, that was the wrong place. So so. so so, oh, go ahead. so yeah people definitely have and this was a this was a black church by the way and just just to be clear uh, or, or i'm saying that because you just made the statement that black people are critical of it themselves yeah and this is an example of where that happened and th- you know what and so so the whole start of this conversation was me being conflicted with me saying Colin kaepernick shouldn't have to cut his hair at all you know why can't he be respected as a man with his hair in an afro because it's a natural form of his hair and then i said oh, well you know what fro braids you know why don't he, yeah i guess it will be cl- more clean cut because i think michael vick said it'll be clean cut he needs to be clean cut and yeah i was saying yeah it will be clean cut if he cut his hair off but then i got pissed at myself because how come it's not clean how come it's not a clean style to have a fro all right okay why why is that and so okay and so the point that i'm trying to bring around is we're being conditioned and I don't, I'm not putting the blame on anybody. Well, yeah, the blame's on corporate America because they, if they're paying me, they're calling the shots. But we're being conditioned from the top down to even amongst black culture to say that a natural style for black folk, stuff that you can do with your hair without needing anything extra. You just use a pair of hands and the, and the, and the long grease. hair on your head. Yeah. You don't even need grease. You, you, the def- long you, hair on your you head. definitely should have grease. <laughs> it looks better if you have grease and it'll be easier like to you got your brain you, you, you need grease bro. all you need is hair and a pair of hands that work okay how come it's unprofessional to wear my hair that way <clears throat> okay hold on let's let's throw a couple more contenders into this is it is it wrong or right is it corporate or not uh little uzi vert little yachty walks into the office with their suit on they got the alan edmonds on the suit's nice and tailored they got a hex tile. They got red braids, purple braids. Is that problematic? As long as they look neat 
and styleable or or or, or kept. Yachty's hair is kept. always kept. Yeah, they always look kept. As long as it's kept, it really shouldn't matter. But if you want to start calling people out, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that a kept mohawk with purple hair is acceptable either. Um, if we're gonna start calling things eccentric, like unnatural hair colors, would be eccentric in my book. Okay, so let's go with Yellow Yachty. His hair is red. There's white people with red hair. Maybe not that color red, but they have red hair. Yachty, Yachty, is your hair color red? Or did you dye it? Is anybody in your family's hair color red or did you dye it? My sister has red hair. She didn't dye it? So your family lineage <clears throat> has red hair. I don't know, man. They I, might. I, and that, that would be deep. That's a that's a deep question. Nobody's nobody's see, gonna do that. I don't nobody's see gonna why, do that. why you would judge me based on my hair color. <laughs> if I'm getting these reports done, yeah, I think you're I mean, just a hater. True. But I mean, it's a. I, I do understand a line has to be drawn, and if we are gonna draw a line, because then when you start, if if you let stuff fly, you gotta let a lot of stuff fly. So if we're gonna draw a line. I would say the first line is unnatural human hair colors. So bright red, yeah. There there are people with red hair. There's white people with red hair. But red hair is really kind of orangish. You know what I'm saying? It's not fire engine red. There's some gingers out there with red hair. Nah, nah, man. That that shit is orange. <laughs> it's, it's Donald Trump. Okay? White people aren't white. <laughs> nah, nah, they're not. You're right about that. And black people ain't black, okay? We got that. All I'm saying is, is that unnatural hair colors. Purple, there's nobody walking around naturally with purple hair. Little okay? <laughs> yeah i mean so, that's where i would draw that line yeah or that's where the line would start it's very tough for me um i'm just having because just because really because a, because okay. what if somebody has like some purple like a purple streak or a little purple highlight or something that's not dog that's eccentric you could barely see it is quite dark i mean it's not obviously there you have to kind can of, i see it can I see it? You can see it at some point. Okay. It's <clears throat> eccentric now. And those people should be called out just like people with cornrows. And people with cornrows shouldn't be called out. Like, I'm at the point now in my career, I wouldn't get cornrows. Like, people ask me, will I grow my hair out again? And I'm not. And I won't. Number because you're winning it, now. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. Uh, it takes a lot to keep it up. And, and you're but on the second life. thing, I wouldn't get cornrows, man. I just wouldn't do it. So now, if I got long <coughs> hair, I got an option to do dreads, which probably Bro. isn't accepted. Okay. It's hardly accepted. Or I could do a ponytail. Hold on. Let's go back to this hair to this hair color thing. So what about the blonde hair that like a lot of black girls are doing? I was hoping you wouldn't get to that. Because, because that's unnatural. It's very unnatural for them. Yeah. It's natural for somebody out there. And and the color blonde that, that black women are getting... Is not really the blonde that really is out there. Like it's more like a it's more like a brown tan looking color. No, it's it's blonde. it's blonde. No, I'm talking about actual blonde hair. Okay, I'm not so talking say, about no borderline stuff. I'm talking about the super hyper blonde hair. All right, and there there are black people who have blonde hair. There are black like albinos as they call them. Okay, I don't know albinism. Yeah. People have albinism is what the there you go technical term. There you have it. So people with albinism, they have blonde hair. 
So for them, it wouldn't be unnatural. But if you went to go get it dyed that color, it's it's not it's not a natural thing, man. And that looks a little too eccentric for the business that I'm in. Hmm. I can't have you represent my company like that. I don't know. But at the end of the day, though, I guess at the end of the day, if it's my company, I get to decide. Oh, but then that's there could be some underlying racism in that. Exactly. That's the whole problem, man. That's that's what makes it tough. I was going to say, if it's my company, I can decide what kind of hairstyles I like at my company. But then when you say that, then you can say no dress, no cornrows, no boxes. Because I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, as long as it's not a distraction. But that's even tough, because what if you're a girl and you shave your hair? That's going to cause a distraction for a while. Perhaps. Right. And then distract distraction is subjective. Right. So what distract what what actually distracts people? Did I tell you about that time that somebody tried to because in the Marine Corps you can't have eccentric hairstyles, right? And somebody tried to hate on me. Oh yeah, so, you kind you did kind of tell me about this. I think yeah. So I'm in the Marine Corps, so I'm really cool with my with my senior would be considered a manager. She's a she's a gunnery sergeant, and so uh, she's an E seven. She got the so Draco. She's pretty high ranking. She got the Draco. She a gunnery sergeant. There you go. She's a gunner. I'm a gun, you boy. Yeah. So I'm like an E5 at the time. So another E5. Another, so she's a white lady. Really cool lady. She has a black husband, by the way. Shout out to her for dealing with somebody in the struggle. Is she in the wedding? Um, Is she the one at the wedding? Yeah, she's the one at the wedding. I remember her. So another white guy, he's an E5 as well, tried to go to her behind my back and say, yeah, you know, uh, you know, he doesn't he have like an eccentric hairstyle because i'm wearing a low cut with waves and the waves was bussing you know what i'm saying he was kind of seasick so he hating and he's like yeah isn't that isn't that eccentric hairstyle why is he allowed to wear his hair like that it's that braid (laughs) dog come on man my waves are an eccentric hairstyle like come on man see but that's that's because of a lack of knowledge of what the minority like the different what our hair looks like what black people hair looks like i'm not about to try to skip around it because again you told me about it happening at your job it happened at your well it didn't what she said is that a braid oh that was at work that was an elaborate braid i my hair the waves was busting that day and she's like wow that is one elaborate braid you have going there she thought that my hair was in a circular one braid over my entire head the hell was she talking about i think she was from like pittsburgh or look something. look at your phone i just texted you an example of what i meant by like the blue and purple hair tell me if you feel like that's problematic yeah that's problematic <laughs> this just got on blue lipstick wait, 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 wait we did we didn't get into the blue the lipstick yet okay but i'm just saying when i look at it she looks like a yeah man she has she has a streak of blue in the front bang and a streak of purple right next to each other, right in the front of her. That head. does not seem very offensive to me, man. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I'm saying if we if we have to draw a line, if we drew a line of eccentric somewhere, that is not a natural hair color in any way. There's nobody walking around that was born with a streak of blue bang and a streak of purple bang. Nobody on earth was born that way. Okay, so now you mentioned the lips. Who's born with? hyper red lips 
because we could put red lipstick on. I, all I'm saying is that this is a tough. There's some hyper pink lips out this, there. This is I this think people th- really pink lips. This is a tough, uh, tough topic. I think for for people to try to address, especially like in a business or a school or whatever. I tend to lean towards let people do what they're gonna do as long as it's not um, offensive. Um, you know, as long as they don't have a spider nest in their hair. And you, you know. know what? And this is and this is why it's even hard to make these rules because you know somebody's gonna if you say, you know what, I just wanna make it easy. I wanna say my business does not allow streaks of hair colors that aren't natural to the human race. And, and and businesses should be able to say, look, I don't want nobody representing me that way. But, you know, because of the way this historical his, historically, the way this nation is, somebody's going to take it overboard and they're going to say no cornrows, but, no afros, no boxes, no dreads. And it's going to be. Every I would say, but again, because, but again, about where do you stop? Let's say it's not let's not even go with that. Again, where does it stop? You say no natural hair colors. Well, what about how no natural lip colors? Again, you're, you're like putting lipstick on with that hyper red shit. It's not natural for anybody. So, right. so should we say like, okay, well, you shouldn't be able to do that. Oh, your fingernails aren't purple, or no, your fingernails not. aren't red, or any other color. Your fingernails are clear. Yeah, so you know, I don't know so why you, those. I don't know why those accessories are are acceptable, right? Like, you nobody's telling you what color you can paint your nails, and you can paint them. Unless you're in a place that you just scientifically like, there's some places at my allowed. job where you just can't yeah. wear makeup because it affects what we make. Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely understandable. We're we're not we're not talking about those situations. Yeah, exactly. Like your your doctor or your dentist shouldn't have like five, you know, three inch nails or something. Yeah, exactly. Because the three inch <laughs> nails. They 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 got dirt and crud no. and germs all over. You in my mouth. You like filling around in my mouth and you got these long ass nails, dog. That would be crazy. <laughs> dog, you got yesterday's lunch and bacteria up under your nails, fecal matter, all kinds of shit. Like, yeah, I don't want you to have long nails if you're gonna be. I'm not even worried about that. I'm just, just tripping off this the fact that you got long ass nails in my mouth. And you can't even wear gloves with long ass nails like that. It, Maybe they hanging out the glove. Maybe they're they're stuck out the fingers. Or... <laughs> no, nah. You know what? If if nails were allowed, somebody make a product where for people with long nails, like the there there'll be a reservoir tip. <laughs> yeah, like a condom, like condom. Like a condom. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be a reservoir tip in the glove so you can fit your nails through. That's funny. Anyway, Speaking I of understand it's a difficult situation, but at the end of the day, man, corn rolls aren't. They don't have to be childish. I feel like even Black America feels like that they're childish, um, and we even we even look down upon or frown upon people who have cornrows, even in our own culture. So that shouldn't be that way. So that's TJ's end of the day message. My end of the day message is: I put it out here. I, I've I've cited my examples. Cornrows specifically. I mean in the corporate world and I guess technically they're not a problem but I mean look at the life examples no, TJ, wait, 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 TJ, wait. TJ was working were you not working at Burger King with cornrows dog if we just do true were you were you not were you not driving a Nissan stanza with, with 88 stanza with cornrows and then you got dog. rid of them and now look at you that's all I'm saying 
You were you was living in an apartment in Berkeley before. Yo, you bossed up. You now you in California. With- so wait, 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 wait. But so, but the problem with that is, so we can go off those life examples. But the problem with those life examples, what you about is- to say ain't gonna matter. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with those life examples is the reason that those life examples work is because people are discriminating against cornrows already you know what i'm saying so we wouldn't have those life examples if people just let cornrows fly like stop discriminating stop hating and stop frowning upon cornrows and people with cornrows could win okay so like i might still have mine like the reason i cut my cornrows off is because i wanted to go to marine corps and you can't have uh, uh, that don't matter you had cornrows at one point you got rid of them now you win it but you know what i have an example of somebody uh one example that i know of is somebody who went the other way so at first he started off bald and then he grew, grew his cornrows and then he started losing well, wait a minute. Oh. No, so the cornrows actually made him lose now that I think about it. He was winning at first. Eh, he was kind of problematic then, too, with his bald head. And then he grew cornrows, and then he started pissing on girls, underage girls. Oh, gotcha. And, he did. And, That's true. And we know who this person is. I said on three. One, two, three. R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah. The Pod Piper. Yeah. <laughs> So. Isn't that name problematic too? I was just gonna say I did, until you just said it just then. I didn't think about PP Pie Piper. That's, <laughs> that's no accident. <laughs> yeah, man, R. Kelly. Um, so he's in so the, he was in the news out of right? nowhere. He was sitting there minding his own damn business, you know, enjoying the fall off. Like we haven't heard anything from R. Kelly lately, right? Nah, he's been out of there. And then all of a sudden, he's in the news again. Oh, wow. So, wait a minute. I just looked up the Pied Piper because I thought I heard this before. Just that name is problematic. You know what the Pied Piper did, bro? He used to have, like, rats follow him, right? I mean, wasn't that the the nursery rhyme or whatever? Yeah. He had the, the mice follow him out of town or into town or something? Yeah, when citizens refuse to pay for his service, he retaliates by using his instrument's magical power on their children, leading them away, as he had with the rats. Mm-hmm. So he's oh. taking children? <laughs> like... <laughs> how, how has this not been connected before? We just let, we just let R. Kelly call himself the Pied Piper, and we... And nobody said nothing. Nobody's yo. researched this shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nobody did nothing. He like that was he named himself that. That was his moniker, bro. Wow. Jeez, Louise. Oh, dog. He was taking all the rats, dog. Wouldn't wouldn't chicks call hood rats back in the, the day hood too? Rats, the young hood rats, dog. He was taking all the rats, bro. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Well, this guy's habitual. He's just it. fucking up habitually now. Like, all right. Anyway, so that that's old R. Kelly. What happened with new R. Kelly, bro? So new R. Kelly allegedly has a sex cult. In his, okay. In some- Shout out to him. In some house where or not. he has a bunch of girls living there, and 
they do deeds for him. I don't, I don't know. They like just cleaning his house. I, I'm not really sure what the hell is going on, dude. And I I don't know what it is particularly either. They just had this on TMZ where he supposedly has a sex cult and these women they can't look at anybody else or talk to any other men and he has them locked away and his they they can't contact their families and it's multiple girls and he keeps them in Atlanta or um or Chicago and I'm not here to judge any of that because I don't even know if this is a real story I don't know the context of it for real I don't really give a shit but what I will say is that how is he always getting caught up in this kind of shit man this is just, How I does guess, this keep happening? I guess it's just because he's a sexual deviant? I mean, he's a, obviously a very sexual person. Like As as expressed in his he was, music? He was the first guy that a lot of us ever saw eat ass. Um, saw? What you mean saw? From the video. Oh, I never saw the video. Is that the one, the pissing on a girl video? There's a couple of videos. So there's one that's out there still that you could see which I guess it's not supposed to be an underage girl but he basically like put her on like on a chair and she's like on the all fours and he ate her ass that way oh okay so um, he just like went right did she look her. like she liked it uh yeah okay well there you go yeah and, he knows what he's doing but he also peed on the girl and yep uh, allegedly or is that fact now I think that's alleged uh, I think nobody ever proved that there was video footage of it again but i think i think it wasn't him supposedly <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> you ever seen i that? think you said it wasn't him bro you, you, you Yo, never he, seen that you, you never seen that uh the boondocks episode it's like grammys in the background and shit <laughs> and he's like uh yeah this is r kelly my uh social security is five five nine four four two two five yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> you know he, he like basically said like it was Come on, man. It wasn't no dude who looked exactly like him like that, dog. No, dog. No. R. Kelly said it wasn't him, dog. So, I mean, now we got to question that whole thing. That whole video is in question now because he, he Just because he it said him. it. I mean, like, we look at the video, it's... Okay. <laughs> uh, he right, he, was, he so, was messing with Aaliyah before she was of age. Yeah. Um, what does he do? He know. made. He made. I believe. We, I believe I can fly. Yeah. Shout out to that. He also said. He also said. My mind is telling me no, but my body. My body's telling me yeah, has. Yeah, he made people dance to the, dance in the name of love. There you go. Step in the name of love. Step in the, name, step of in love. the name of love. Yeah. Uh, he made that uh, trapped in the closet like thirty six episodes of that. By the way, that was actually ahead of his time. Absolutely. That was futuristic. Absolutely. That whole the whole episode Episodic, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was futuristic. Oh. Keeping you on. He did contagious. It was like a it's a series done with music. Right. That was hot. The story by was By the time whack. we got to like the Yeah. <laughs> like by the time it, so um let me see. Oh, there was chapters. By the time the second chapter hit, after that and he kept going, it it, it was super whack. I checked out at about eight. I think that's about when the white girl and the midget popped into the story. Oh, yeah, I remember when the midget popped in the store. But, dog, you you can't deny that the first two chapters didn't have you hanging on. Oh, right. those, right, those well, are those are fire. Those are fire. And and I guess because of these types of memories is why people still continue to fuck with him. He he's he's provided some really 
good music, I guess. Really I mean, good people, music? Like churches, really good like people, people was in church singing, I Believe I Can Fly. I remember like in the seventh, eighth grade, people was doing it at the, at the, uh, I think Christy sang it at like a talent yep. show. Talent shows. Yeah. That was everywhere. It was big, bro. You know, so he, big. he's definitely giving us some really big mega hits. But he's also so done some bad things too. So how do you how far do you separate um how far do you separate personal life from talents of of people? Or is there a separation? It's very uh is there a separation? So it's let's talk about, me, about like, a basketball player. You could be epic on the basketball court. And then you're going home and beating your wife. And there's some people that feel like, hey, man, look, I watch basketball. When I see him, he's on the court. His personal life is his deal. The law handle it. I'm out. And then there's some people like, I don't watch him or support anything he does. I'm not watching that team play basketball because such and such beats his wife. Hmm. So one person really holds them accountable in a sense that I'm invested in you on and off the court. One person just says I'm invested on the court. This this has always been a struggle for me, just because it normally depends on the person that we're talking about. If it's somebody I fuck with, it's kind of like okay, you know, like uh, Bill Cosby, for example. Yep, crazy allegations that he's facing right now, right? But he gave us the Cosby Show, which. You know, something I watched from the time what I was four or five and continue to watch the reruns, you know, for the next 20 or so years after that. Yep. And so that provided a lot of happy memories, laughs, good times, innocence. Right. Right. But like it's kind of hard to now go back and say like well he's now done this stuff I should not enjoy this show now I mean because that was Bill Cosby not Bill Huxtable or Cliff Huxtable right right exactly you know so when we're talking about actors and something like that that's eh, a little different now you said something about a basketball player well he's not acting so we are dealing with a real person uh, what's we his, are what's the old boy who, who knocked his girl out in the, in the uh, Ray Rice okay Ray Rice. Now, of course, I absolutely have no um, um, empathy for a person that's beating up his girl, hitting yep. women. So, Ray Rice, I wouldn't be able to fuck with like that. Do I feel like he should lose his job? No, I feel he should face whatever law issues that he's going to have from there. You know, obviously, and then once that's done, then if he wants to go and try to get back into the NFL or go apply for a job, he has to deal with that, you know, just like anybody else would who has a felony now. Yeah. But as far as me judging him as a as a uh, fan or whatever, if I was a Ray Rice fan, I would be hurt. Right. I, would, I could feel that. I would, I would be I would be disappointed. I would be hurt because my fave just did some fuck shit. Right. And he needs to be held accountable. Right. Um somebody like 
Kanye West hasn't he mean he's done some some questionable things but he still hasn't done anything for me that made me say like I'm not fucking with him even the Donald Trump stuff that's yeah. that still wasn't enough to make me say I ain't fucking with this guy uh like a Chris Brown if I was a fan I probably would have stopped fucking with him right okay it's kind of hard for me to become a fan because of that gotcha he did his time and everything but I don't he have did. to be his fan that's true that's true uh for me the separation the separation is really tough you know what i'm saying um because like if you if you're a fan of this person and you look up to this person and like you said they do some they do some fuck shit it's like man like i can't i can't ride for this person like that no more you know what i'm saying he's out here doing this craziness but is that a lack of loyalty at that point somebody make a mistake in their life like let's say, let's so. say uh, Michael Vick. If it's a mistake, we've been talking about the convict Michael Vick. If, if it's so a mistake, he, if it's a mistake that oh go ahead, go he ahead. fought dogs, right? Or it wasn't even him, but he let it happen. So I guess it was. He's a part of it. Yeah, he sat back and watched it happen, which is the same as doing it. So he let it happen, um, and so he served his time, right? He came back out, and he's never got caught up in no craziness like that again, right? Completely cleaned up his act. Yeah. Do you stop being a Mike Vick fan forever just because he had that one slip up? Okay, so know, that so that's a good example because I was a casual fan. I, was, I mean, I wasn't riding for him like that, but I thought he was dope, you know, when he was with Atlanta. And then the dog stuff happened, and I'm a dog fan. So, you know, I'm a lover of dogs, so that was very problematic. But with him, I was happy to see him overcome that his past. And still do well because I don't know. It's something about that that uh, comeback story. Yeah, that does. You know, I do like to see. Why wasn't that the same for Chris Brown? He never really came back. He still came back as an asshole. <laughs> right, Mike Vick. He, he didn't seem. Yeah, so that's true. Michael Vick came back totally reformed because he was a dick when he was. Uh, when he was young and making money and when he was one of the best quarterbacks, the mo- one of the most dynamic and athletic quarterbacks on the field. Right. He was a jerk, right? And so when he came back, he came back as a grown man, very different, very reserved, very cool, very easygoing, and not as flamboyant and flashy and I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do at it. So he wasn't as rebellious. Right. He was somebody you could look up to. Right. But Chris Brown, on the other hand, he came back, and he's still kind of wilding out and very emotional. He was like, fuck y'all. You know, <laughs> like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. He's still harassing Karuche to this day. You know, it's it's he still has not done his comeback. So that's different. I guess that is the difference for me. Uh, Ray Rice was apologetic. If I was a fan, I'm, I mean, and if he came back beasting, I probably would be like, oh, okay. Um, you know what? Kobe you Bryant. Know, Ray Rice is and Ray Rice's wife forget you know forgave him. Yeah, I she mean, forgave him. So well, that's on her. Still be mad. Um, you are a person with an opinion. Just because she forgives him, I mean, you have to. Even if she was the one that he committed the shit against, it's still a problem that he beat up a woman, and maybe yeah. that's maybe that's bigger to some people. Um, uh, Kobe Bryant, he came back and won championships. Oh, it, nobody let him win. He had to. He had to. I didn't say. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, no, I'm just saying he did the same thing as. 
Oh, that's my said as far as overcoming. Yeah, he overcame his his situation, and he literally won. You know, he won his games, and I think that kind of helped. <laughs> you know, he seen. You know the thing about the Chris Brown thing. I'll we'll go back to it really fast. You know, part of the reason he came back and he was still being a dick. Part of that. Part of that is. He came back and he was still only like twenty four years old, bro. Yeah, he's like still he young. was still super young. He's still not thirty yet. I think. Hold on, let me effort that. He's right there. If he's, I don't think he's thirty, but he's right there. Dog, he's twenty eight years yeah, old. Yeah. His birthday was in May. He's twenty eight now, still. So I mean, he ain't no I mean, kid though. I mean, twenty eight. No, I mean, he's I not got, a kid. I got enough I'm not fucking saying- sense not to be harassing chicks. I'm not saying that, but I start seeing changes in maturity. I, I give till 30 years old. When you hit 30, all that shit should disappear, like, or should be going on a decline. I don't rich and famous or not. I, okay, well, I think well, I think that's a difference though because he's rich and famous. He doesn't fall under that rule because just like think about like Michael Jackson, you now he basically never had a childhood, so he was still very childlike. Yeah. You know, he was deprived of his childhood and he didn't have a normal life where he grew up and got to do, you know, went through the normal stuff that well, most people go through. Well, the difference is is that Michael Jackson was forced into the life and Chris Brown wanted to wanted the life. So that's a little different. Like, yeah. I mean, we're not going to get too much into that, but he wasn't forced. He wanted to be in the group according to the movie. Sure, they gonna say that. Yeah, and it wasn't R. Kelly either. Okay, according according to him in in his movie. So, um, I I guess the the separation for me is uh, it it is a hard thing to do. It's hard to separate, and I guess it really just depends on what your feeling of it is. What about what about Bill Cosby for you? Dude, were you were you a Cosby Cosby fan? You you a fan on the show? Uh, I did. I am a fan of the show. Okay. I don't really care much for Cosby. Like, uh, like I wasn't trying to watch a bunch of the movies he was in. I think I saw. Oh no, 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 no. We we not we not gonna discuss any of his movies. Let's just talk about his TV career. <laughs> the movies, the <laughs> movies were horrible. He flopped. I think Ghost Dad was straight. Wasn't he in Ghost Dad? Yeah, Ghost Dad I liked, but if if it, it was probably the one. I don't remember nothing ones. else. But yeah. Ghost Dad. But anyway, so uh, the 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 show. Yes, the Cosby Show was dope. Um. I don't think it should be taken off TV. I'm not going to stop being a fan of the show because what he represented on the show was great. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as his personal life, see, like you said, there's that separation because what he did for the show, you know, what he did for people and what he showed on the show, it educated a lot of people. It taught a lot of people yeah. about life situations and it was good. But his lifestyle, I mean, um, <clears throat> It appears that his lifestyle wasn't the best. I mean, he's not guilty yet, but but even before the the rape stuff came out, he was still kind of an asshole. Yeah, he was he was a jerk. You know, he he was kind of going hard, especially the, to the hip hop culture. Yeah, and trying to and trying to develop and help uh, further young African American people. So with that, I was still kind of not fucking with him as a person, like his 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 actual Bill Cosby. But the show, I but still that didn't enjoyed. stop the show though. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't enough to stop the show. Yeah, one monkey don't stop no show. So, so in my personal life, though, I think I think I'm the type who would give. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's unfortunate or not, but I tend to give people second chances and maybe third chances sometimes. 
and, I believe that, and I'm talking about like really hard kind of stuff I would I would probably would yeah second chances I do believe in a lot of second chances I tell my son <clears throat> you know oh no I tell my son everybody deserves a warning is what I tell him mm-hmm. you should be able to be warned um I don't I didn't tell him everybody deserves second chances but uh, I am I am a I'm usually a giver of second chances so why do you think that is for you just because it's Cause fair because people, people have acts of misjudgment right people people think they know what they're doing and then they want to try something or they might have even been told not to do something and they want to do it their way and then they have to learn like it, it's even a it's one of the laws of power you know um uh learn what is that not learn by example oh um is it get what you want through example never through argument but basically don't try to argue somebody into the point Mm -hmm. let them figure it out by the example so if you tell them not to do something and they go and do it it's like see i tried to tell you now where does it lie and if people appear to be apologetic and remorseful and people seem like wow that was a lapse in my judgment i should have did it the other way i shouldn't have done that to you that was a mistake i'm sorry i'm usually equipped to give a second chance okay now if i'm talking to somebody and they're not remorseful and they don't see what went wrong they don't know why it happened they're not trying to listen to me they're just trying to do it their own way they want to be a uh, they want to be a rebel then you know what you don't deserve my second chance and so i'm gonna let you ride and do your own thing and i'm gonna go over here and do my own thing and i'm just gonna separate myself yeah so everybody doesn't get second chances. It, it For me, it just depends on who the character of that person. So like Mike Vick, he looked like he was really remorseful and sorry, man. So I can see him getting a second chance. He got a second chance in the NFL. Ray Rice, on the other hand, he appeared to be remorseful and sorry. His wife forgave him. And that you know what? That's really telling for me, dude. If his wife forgave him... But she's, would, she's, she's the type that's going to forgive. I mean, the, the believes in second chances, apparently. Yeah, she believes in second chances, and obviously, it's nothing that's but that's, that's going on often. No, I don't agree. I, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to agree, uh, not agree on there because we hear all the time. Not saying that he's doing this often, but we hear all the time where it does happen often, but the woman keeps forgiving. Oh, that's true. That's true. Too. So that doesn't mean jack shit. She just might be yeah, the that type that's susceptible yeah, that's to true. get beat down. Um, right, Chris Brown. Seemed now he seemed remorseful for a little bit, but then that was a very little bit. <laughs> it was it was short lived. Yeah. So again, I think that's the reason why we can't fuck with him. Or, so what about Ti? Take Ti for instance. Well, he he had some run ins with the law, right? So he he's rapped about his past and how you know he was a convicted felon, and he and we saw him get caught up with the gun situation and then we saw him get shortly thereafter get caught up with the drug situation he went to jail a couple of times and now he's back doing music and tv shows and whatever else he's doing where's the lie huh where's the lie that's the, the lie? where's the lie so like you just said he rapped about this lifestyle he was living that lifestyle bill cosby told a lifestyle about pull up your britches and you know stop talking stop using curse words but he's out here raping chicks yeah that's a lie chris brown is singing about making love to girls but he didn't make love to rihanna that night that's a lie 
So okay. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Where's the lava Ti? So that's the, that's a big difference for me. So is is that is that what we're judging it off of? Oh, whoa, whoa. and now if he, now if he was saying if, <laughs> now if Chris Brown was thinking talks about beating bitches down and it, and he did he did it. I wouldn't say I wouldn't use that same where's the lie. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but hey, he told you what it was. He told you what it was. But, <laughs> but also, Ti's um, crime wasn't against like an individual. You know, he didn't hurt right. people. He right. You know, so him breaking the law just had to do with him, and he didn't hurt anybody. Right. Right. All right. But his come. So it's cool for his comeback though you can still support him you're still cool with him and listening to his music yeah he, his he, he appears to be reformed as far as not buying guns and dealing drugs and stuff i, I mean i'm not the biggest fan but it anyway, was multiple offenses though so let's let's say he had the gun thing and then he turned around and got caught up with 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 drugs that he wasn't supposed to have right so this is multiple offenses of breaking the law are we giving any credence to the fact that they were different situations? So let's say somebody committed something against you. Maybe somebody Ti is just not the best one for me, man. Like that's a, it's really easy for me to forgive all that stuff. Like the drugs. I mean, he got caught with what, like some weed or some mollies or something. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like party drugs. I don't give a fuck about that. Even if he got caught with crack, it'd be like, whoa, Ti don't crack, but. But it's still it's a, it's something that he's doing himself, like yeah. to himself. I mean, I know, I know. You, technically, it goes down the line. You know, people got killed and got beheaded over this shit. You know, somewhere in South America. But you know, just on the surface level, he's not hurting anybody with doing mollies by doing mollies. Right. Okay. And buying some guns with some extendos. I mean, that's not. So what? What I'm asking is, some people are habitual fuck ups, right? Yes. And sometimes, and there's a lot of those running around where they're just gonna keep messing up. But then there's sometimes when there's people who, you know what? They just they keep being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So let's say somebody mistreated you or wronged you, right? And they came back and said they were sorry and mm-hmm. they were remorseful. And then they mistreated you or wronged you again, but this time in another way. Right. So you could tell they were sorry and remorseful for the first way that they did it. But the second time they did it, you know, it was a different way. It was a different way of mistreating you or, or wronging you. Are you are you looking at those as two separate incidents or yeah, is it like, you. yo, this is the second time? I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, the first my, my natural default state is I want to see the good in people. I want to believe the good in people. And ever since I learned the saying, uh, every saint has a past, every sinner has a future, that that's changed kind of my way of looking at a lot of things. Yeah. Um, that's my default. You know, of course, I'm not perfect. So, so if a person said, uh, you know, they let my dog run away and get hit by a car, damn, Jan, I'm sorry, you know, that that happened. I didn't mean to, my bad. And then let's say that, like, you know, a year later, they got my car, they left my car running, it got stolen. That's okay. Okay, that's not wrong in me. Okay, let's, let's, those are just accidents. So you're saying, like, they stole, they stole my car. 
Yeah. Right. Or no, not even they stole your car. All right. right. I mean, I'm trying to, they did something wrong to me. You told them, hey, man, make sure you watch my dog because he likes to run off. And then they left your dog outside, ran in the house, came back, the dog was gone. You find down the street, he gets hit by a car. You told them what to do. They didn't do what you told them to do. And now you're paying a price for that. And that was one thing. You forgave them for that. And then Mm -hmm. the next one, you say, yo, you're going to be downtown. Make sure you lock my doors. Make sure you're really careful you lock my car doors because I don't want nothing to happen to my car. They actually left your car running and left it unlocked because they were just running the post office really quick. And they came back down and the car was gone and now the car got stolen. Two totally separate things. Both of the situations, they defied what you asked them to do since they were using, since they were doing something, you know, borrowing see, something of yours. See, my problem with those two examples, which I was trying to get at, was that's not extreme enough for me. I wouldn't, I would be not okay with it, obviously, but I, but those were accidents. Those were, like you said, misjudgments. Um, I don't feel like there was anything malicious behind that. Now, what I was trying to get to is like say they stole my car and then um, they took my dog and they started fighting my dog you know with Michael Vick and his dogs now you are doing things to really harm me right right I would be less likely to forgive that person after that second incident that's fair so because that, that should be clear. Like, if you can't, if you don't have the, what is it, the judgment compass enough to know that neither of those are the right thing to do, <laughs> then I need to be away from you. Right. That so, that's that now now that person's got to be on point. Right now that person's character is very much in question. Yeah, your judgment compass has got to be on point if we gonna rock. Right. You got to have a better judgment compass than that. So. Anyway, that's all I got on that. Any morals on that one, bro? Nah, man, that's all I got. That's all I got. I guess my I guess my moral is the crux would be if you continue to deal with a person after they've wronged you, just know that you're accepting them for who they are. So when they f up again, remember it was your choice. So right. That's true. So if that man does, if that man does, you know, beat you or steal your money or screw your best friend or something like that. And you forgive him and he does it again. Um, And then you forgive him and he does it again. You know, at some point, you have to realize that this is a bad situation and you might want to separate yourself from that. I know it might be hard and some people actually need help from that. But try to get that help because you're doing it to yourself at this point. Yeah, you got to live with those results. I mean, you, you you took that risk to forgive him. So, yep. You also taking the risk of whatever the results are going to be in the in the long run. So, all right, I think that'll wrap it. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you listen to us, Jen and I, we greatly appreciate your loyalty coming back to the show and listening to us and giving us a chance to entertain you. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and tell the world, man. Spread the word. Um, we definitely want you to su- subscribe and comment and rate us and we want you to email us and give us feedback and all that information because we want to make this the best experience for you and your friends and your co-workers and your family so just tell everybody about us you know what I'm saying so we can get more people on 
And Jaron and I have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Power Cast. We're reading the book, The Four Day Laws of Power by Robert Greene. So whether you're corporate or whether you're street, this is a listen for you, man, because it's 2017. You need to invest in yourself. This book is helping uh, give you guidance on options that you can take to make judgments in your life. And for a lot of the book that we've read so far, we're on law like 43 or something now. Um, there's been pretty interesting information that could help you if you use it appropriately. So go check it out. You can email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com if you need help handling the situation. You can drop us a line. We are the advice connoisseurs. We do have a Twitter account. Hit us up at Corp Streets. Remember, that streets is with a Z. So when we're talking about on Twitter, Corp Streets is with a Z. That email, it's with a Z. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who usually takes advice from their elders. But then they ask themselves, why would I let an ex-convict give me advice on how to clean up my image? Peace. Yo, Mike Vick. Um, you made a successful comeback. I'll give you that. But you are an ex-convict and telling people to, how to style their hair and I mean, stuff. They, I got, they got I experience. Know. He got experience with it, though. That's why you Does let them. That's why you let them tell you. Uh, why would you want nah, somebody with no experience with it tell you? Nah, nah. I'll I'll get somebody who didn't have to travel to that road to figure out how to do it. There's other people who are experienced who can do it a little better. I'm good. All Thanks, right. Vic. Peace. <laughs>